A box of chocolates Would I know To stay away What's oh, said If Pandora's box A box of chocolates Would I eat Them anyway Cause Every time I have Half a mind to leave you Babe That means I have Half a mind to stay Good evening. It's Pandora's Pandora. lunchbox on a stick. My name is Mike. Pandora's lunchbox. Excuse me. On a stick excuse me. I'm on the air. On a stick. Coming up in just a moment, we'll hear. Excuse from me, folks. Doing Mike. The this is Mike. Fair this uh, weekend. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. I hate when my alter ego gets involved in this. It really messes with me. Hi, this is Mike. That was Mike, and we are Mike. Hi, hi, Mike. How you doing? This is Pandora's lunchbox. Pandora's Lunchbox is a show about food and culture. And coming up this week, we have something very interesting called the called the Fourth from Its Hinges. It's actually called Fourth from Its Hinges. It's an art event coming up this weekend. And I want to get to that in just a second. But first of all, you only love me for my lunchbox. I'm only saying... Say cheese. Yeah. Say cheese. Cheese. Say bologna. 
Say bolagna. Bolagna. Is there anything sweet in there? Sure, we got sugar-coated chocolate-covered pizza pickle bites. Did you just say sugar-coated chocolate-covered pizza pickle bites? Yeah, sugar-coated chocolate-covered pizza pickle bites. There's no such thing as sugar-coated chocolate-covered pizza pickle bites. There could be. Say sugar-coated chocolate-covered pizza pickle bites. Sugar-coated chocolate-covered pizza pickle bites. That's pretty good. Say rubber baby buggy bumpers. Rubber baby buggy bumpers. Say a box of biscuits, a box of mixed biscuits, and a biscuit mixer. A box of biscuits, a box of biscuits, and a biscuit mixer. All right, say, I am a pleasant pheasant plucker. I pluck mother pheasants. I'm the most pleasant pheasant plucker to ever pluck a mother pheasant. Okay, maybe not. Hey, what's on this lunchbox anyway? Why, the spankers, of course. What's on the thermos? The thermos? Yeah, what's on the thermos? Batman on a skateboard, running stupid in the sky. Teletubbies playing poker with that space ghost guy. Powderpuff girls on the planet of the apes. Aquaman going down the drain with strawberry shortcake. Bobby takes a ride on my little pony. The entire cast of the Sopranos, except for Tony. Bonnie looking dizzy like he's gonna throw up, but SpongeBob is ready to soak it all up now. You only love me for my lunchbox, baby. This one is school, yeah. Now all the other kids are standing in line 'cause they ain't never seen a lunchbox so fine and everything inside it tastes so divine. You only love me. You only love me. You only love me for my lunch. Okay, that was an epic there. I mean, seriously, that was a serious epic. That was You Only Love Me For My Lunchbox, and that was the Asylum Street Spankers. Of course it was. The the Asylum Street Spankers have the album Mommy Says No, No. There's just one no, but I like to say no. And that includes songs like You Only Love Me For My Lunchbox and Training Wheel Rag and Super Frog and think about your troubles, and be like you, and, well, you got the idea. It's a kid's album. There you go. This is Pandora's Lunchbox. It's a show about food and stuff in a lunchbox, for instance. I was just talking at the beginning of the show about something called Fourth From Its Hinges, and first I'm going to play just a little bit of this so you get an idea of who, what sort of kind of people are going to be at this event. I am Tevi Looks Veraldi, and I draw funny books. My name is Ben Haddix, and I take pictures, and I draw stuff. My name is Leah Boltz, and I am a multimedia artist. My name's Sam, and I eat pancakes. 
Well, there you go. That's my kind of guy. Sam, he eats pancakes. He is also an artist. At the 4th From Its Hinges event, this is the second year for 4th From Its Hinges, and you can see that video. It actually looks much better visually than it than it looks like on the radio. That's at the website 4thFromItsHinges.com. And 4th From Its Hinges is an event that's going to take place at a certain southwest Ann Arbor warehouse. At In fact, it's going to be at the Airport Plaza Business Park, kind of across from the Ann Arbor Airport, just off State Street, southwest of I-94, between South State and Ellsworth. It's going to be four days of music and art from folks around the area, folks all under 25, I believe, making their art and bringing it to this event. You just heard from a few of them. I don't know about the guy who eats pancakes, but there will be collages, paintings, photography, mixed media, film projections, stencil illustrations, every possible kind of art in a huge warehouse, a 5,000-foot warehouse. And did I mention paintings, photography, mixed media installations, and film projections? I believe so. There will also be music improvised sets of electronic, avant-garde, and jazz. Also, the event is billed as an opportunity to meet and mingle with all the young artists in the area whose aim is not to merely represent the local art scene as it is today, but to represent what it can and will be in the future. So, Fourth From Its Hinges is going on with... Actually, it's starting this very evening. There is... The doors will open at 8 o'clock tonight. There's going to be a band called Dr. Oscillator starting things out at 10 o'clock. Actually, let me rephrase that. Doors open at 8, and you can start seeing the art at 8, and then there will be a band starting the music at 10 tonight. Dr. Oscillator is a band that will also be playing on Friday and Saturday nights during the event. And the well-known local fella, Tad Mullenix, will be there around midnight-ish on Saturday slash Sunday. There will be a variety of DJs and bands playing. Again, this is at... The Ann Arbor, it slipped out of my hands, the Airport Plaza Business Park, and that is at 3660 Plaza Drive, but again, more descriptively, it's near State Street at Ellsworth, southwest of I-94. Fourth from its hinges is coming up starting tonight, July 24th, and ending Sunday, July 27th at 6 p.m. It's the second year, and also in the art world, news in the art world, We've mentioned before the Atomic Art Collective has started their own space. They have found their own space. We'll have to look at the Atomic Art Collective and the folks from Forth From Its Hinges in the near future because there's a lot of insurgent art going on around Ann Arbor, and I think that is a beautiful thing. This is WCBN-FM Ann Arbor, and this, I think, is pretty much about chicken.
That's a cute little boinky noise at the end, I gotta say. Slim Gaylord. Slim Gaylord. Slim Gaylord. And that was Chicken Rhythm. Chicken Rhythm. This is Pandora's Lunchbox, a show about chicken rhythm and food. We've been talking a bit about Fourth from its hinges, and we'll mention that again just real quick. An event going on from Thursday through Sunday at the Airport Plaza Business Park, not too far from the Ann Arbor Airport, just off of State Street. Four days of art in a 5,000-square-foot gallery. Warehouse, really. Warehouse gallery with music and art and all of that. And uh, maybe a bit of food. I don't know. Maybe. It'll be worth finding out. Also this weekend, uh, the, tomorrow is the Summer Beer Fest in Riverside Park in Ypsilanti. That's a once-a-year deal. And speaking very roughly of beer and hops and food and hops, and I'm going trying to get a transitional thing going, hops and um, uh, moonshine and fuel for life and ethanol. Okay, great. Here we are. The Perils of Corn. You should know about corn and how dangerous it is. Aside from getting an ear of corn poked in the eye, that could be dangerous. Nonetheless, this is actually scary news, that they found a dead zone in the Gulf of Mexico that could be the largest in history. This is from the Associated Press. Scientists say the dead zone in the Gulf of Mexico off the Louisiana coast is likely to be the largest since they began keeping records in 1985. The annual survey from LSU and National Oceanic and this other organization predicts that this year's dead zone, where the, ox- where the oxygen levels are so low that no life can exist, will cover 8,800 square miles. They blame the increased use of nitrogen fertilizers as farmers along the Mississippi River plant more corn to produce ethanol for fuel. The prediction will be field tested when measurements are taken in the Gulf of Mexico later this month. So again, raising lots and lots of corn, 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 not to be eaten but to make ethanol, which makes corn more expensive for people who actually want to eat it and also creates possibly the largest dead zone in the history of the Gulf of Mexico, 8,800 square miles, an area where oxygen levels are so low that no life can exist. That sounds like a place to live, you know? It's no place to raise your kids. In fact, it's cold as hell, and there's no one there to raise them if you did. No, wait, that's, that's, is that William Shatner right here? Anyway, that's the story of the dead zone. It's really scary. In other vegetable news, jalapenos will kill you. Corn can kill you, and jalapenos will kill you, and that's a fact. Yes, that's great news. Our wolf is here celebrating the death of people because of jalapenos. (laughs) I, I wouldn't quote you on that, but nonetheless... This is the news from the AP. The nation's largest traditional grocery chain has removed all jalapeno peppers from its stores as a precaution. A Kroger spokeswoman says the company decided to halt jalapeno sales after a report from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. The FDA reported this week that a Texas distributor was recalling jalapenos because they had the potential to be contaminated with salmonella. The spokeswoman from Kroger says... The company removed jalapenos the next day, even though none of its supply was from the distributor. The government is warning against eating fresh jalapenos or products made from them, while it continues to investigate a national salmonella outbreak that was initially linked to tomatoes. And as we announced last weekend, it was a Pandora's Lunchbox exclusive. Tomatoes are safe. So hopefully we can announce very soon that 
that salmonella <laughs> that salmonella is safe that um, yeah. jalapenos are safe on this show we will hope to give you that great news but in the meantime salmonella jalapenos jalapenama may kill you, so don't eat anything. In fact, you should probably buy some jalapenos from Kroger and put them up on eBay, collect them, hold them, do what you put them in the freezer. And and maybe in three or four weeks, when they're rare, you can put them up on eBay and create your own dead zone in your freezer, in your head, in your house. This is Pandora's Lunchbox. Another thing you should know about in the Associated Press, this just in, several states have won a court fight with the EPA, over ship discharges. Ships have been discharging their ballast water in the Great Lakes, and the ballast water from all around the world has been leaving, has been discharging invasive species in the Great Lakes, including the nasty, nasty zebra mussel. They accumulate on the water intake and discharge pipes of power plants. Well, maybe that's just sabotage. Uh, they also wreak havoc on ecosystems because they consume huge amounts of phytoplankton, like algae, thus effectively starving populations of native fish and other water wildlife. Zebra mussels think there are too many fish in the sea, and so they want to take over. And I think Mitch Ryder, the great Mitch Ryder, has a tune about this. Mitch Ryder's, is, Mitch Ryder's going to be in town very soon, as a matter of fact. He was in Detroit last weekend, and I think he's going to be in Chelsea very soon, if not as I'm speaking. Nonetheless, here's his commentary on zebra mussels and Asian carp and other invasive species. Pick it up and remember always into each heart. Yet some tears must fall. Though you love and lose, you must stand tall. Cause we all got to cry sometimes. I said sigh sometimes. Put yourself together. No use in crying, boy, up because too many fish in the sea. Too many fish in the sea. That's short ones, tall ones, fine ones. Thank you. 
Zebra muscle. Zebra muscle. Zebra muscle. <clears throat> that was... Uh, that was not part of the original record. That was Mitch Ryder and the Detroit Wheels with their version of the Motown tune, Too Many Fish in the Sea. His comment on the invasive species in the Great Lakes, although I can't actually quote him on that, and you shouldn't quote me either on anything that you hear from my mouth. Zebra mussels, quagga mussels, all evil bad creatures. They'll kill you. They'll kill you sooner than jalapeno peppers will kill you. Although there is a bright spot, now that tomatoes are safe, we can talk about eating them. <laughs> and in fact, I have some factoids about tomatoes, because not only are they safe, they're about to be better tasting than any other time of year, because late July and August is coming up, so it's an exciting time to be a tomato and to be eaten by somebody. This is from Wikipedia. This is exciting news. Evidence supports the theory that the first domesticated tomato was a little yellow fruit, grown by the Aztecs in Mexico who called it chitomatl, meaning plump thing with a navel, as we all are. The word tomato derives from the word in the Nahuatl language, tomatl. The specific name, lycopersicum, means wolf peach, as they are a major food of wild canids in South America. Canids are carnivorous animals that include wolves, jackals, foxes, coyote, and the domestic dog. Some of my favorite names of heritage and heirloom varieties with exceptional taste include the Boxcar Willie, yes indeed, a red beefsteak tomato. One that actually would come in handy during these troubled times, the Mortgage Lifter. The Mortgage Lifter is a tomato that is a popular heirloom beefsteak known for gigantic fruit. And I guess when the bubble burst, some tomatoes burst too. Mm. Purple haze is another one that you can ingest while ingesting other substances. The purple haze is derived from the Cherokee purple, the brandy wine, and the black cherry. There's also the rose tomato. I don't know what the shape is, but it's a very large, sweet Amish beefsteak type of tomato. You should also know that coming up in August, the town of Buñol, Spain, will celebrate the La Tomatina. It's an annual celebration, a festival centered on an enormous tomato fight held on the last Wednesday of August each year. Tomatoes are also a popular non-lethal throwing weapon in mass protests, as you know, and there was a common tradition of throwing rotten tomatoes at bad performers on a stage during the 19th century, of course. Today is it's just a metaphor. But embracing it for this protest connotation, the Dutch Socialist Party adopted the tomato as their logo. That's important news. Of course, there's always fried green tomatoes, they're green, they're unripe, but you can make food out of them, you can make salsa out of them, you can bread them and fry them, or you can pickle them. And I'm going to leave you now, or pretty soon, with a recipe for classic fried green tomatoes from the website chowbaby.com. That's C-H-O-W baby.com. Fried green tomatoes, you take four to six green tomatoes, salt and pepper, cornmeal, and bacon grease or vegetable oil. You slice the tomatoes into one quarter or one half inch slices. You salt and pepper them to taste, of course. You dip in the meal and fry, that would be the cornmeal. You dip in the cornmeal and fry in hot grease or oil about three minutes or until golden on the bottom. You gently turn and fry the other side. Served as a side dish, it says, and it says it's delicious with breakfast. So make them for breakfast and put some fried green tomatoes in your lunchbox. They may be greasy by the time it's lunchtime, but you could still eat them, and this is a fact. Pandora's Lunchbox is a show about food, just so you just wanted to know. Coming up in just a moment, it's Face the Music with R. Wolf. Just a reminder, fourth from its hinges in its second year is going to again take over the 5,000-foot warehouse at the Ann Arbor, the, at the Airport Plaza Business Park, just off State Street. 
southwest of I-94, not too far from the Ann Arbor Airport, follow the signs that say ART on them. Actually, it is starting tonight and continues through Sunday night with works of art large and small, hopefully a really big swing that you could swing on like they had last year. I'm hoping that's what they'll do. Hopefully some food we'll see otherwise, lots of food for thought, all kinds of art, mixed media, projections, paintings, anything you could possibly imagine, and lots of music as well. But we're going to start the ending of this show. Well, that was quick. Start the ending of this show with a little bit more music from the Asylum Street Spankers. This may be a song about food, but I really can't verify that at this point. If this is about French cuisine, then I will feel really savvy about putting this on right now. If not, then I hope you enjoy it. Nonetheless, the Asylum Street Spankers from their album Mommy Says No, and this is Super Frog. Thanks for listening. WCBN FM Ann Arbor. If I could be a superhero, who would I be? There's so many to pick from. I could be anybody. But I think the tale that beats them all would be the one about the frog. It's Superfrog! I've got a cape blowing in the wind when I jump from place to place. I've got special eyeballs for underwater just in case. Hopping over trees and bushes, I can swim and dive well too. My tongue is long and sticky, so I can eat bugs and kiss you. If it's a rainy day, it's okay, I still like to play. How about a game of croak and gribbit? We'd have so much fun.
I'm off to save the day. But don't you worry about it, none, sweetheart, cause I'll be back again to play. I'll be hanging out on a lily pad like a bump on a log. If you need someone to play with, you can call on Super Frog. Super Frog, Super Frog, he's never gotta go too far. Super Frog, Super Frog, it doesn't matter where you are. If you're hanging out on a lily pad or a bump on a log, and you need someone to play with, you can call on Super Frog. My kind of record. Shh, be very quiet. They told me that the microphone is incredibly hot. And everybody is hot because it's July. So I'll be very quiet. And I'll tell you it's a minute past seven by our reckoning. This is WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. 88.3 megahertz. Tonight on Face the Music a suitcase full of weird records, some of which make no sense at all whatsoever. This one, I'm happy to say, is our national anthem, sung by Cab Calloway.